money. Boy, we hate to lose it, don't we? <laughs> it flies out of our wallet as it is. This is 720 WGN. I'm Lisa Dent. On the phone with us is Amy Zirkel. Amy is the senior program manager, followed by a bunch of other titles. What we know, Amy, is you're with the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, and I appreciate your time today. What what Please is thank um, you. we we all heard about, you know, that our, our money is not as safe as it would be if it were in a savings, if we have it, let's say, in Venmo. I've let a couple grand sit in there for six or eight months. Somebody paid wow. me back. They literally paid me back for bailing them out of jail. And that was twelve years ago. And they sent me the money, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing ever. And I let it sit there thinking, well, you know, I'll, why move it? I'll spend it on something someday. And now I'm concerned after hearing all the stories. What type of crisis would take place where that money would disappear? Well, Lisa, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you with you today. You know, digital payment apps um, make our lives better to some degree, right? It It enables us to move money with some ease, um, uh, without question, right? The pandemic forced a number of folks to utilize these digital payment products because we weren't going into stores, we weren't going into banks. Um, And the utility and reliability of those mechanisms is one thing, but it's critical and vital that consumers really understand and know that those apps may not be as safe as they might be in the midst of a financial distress um, since they're often not held in accounts that have full federal deposit insurance coverage the way money in your in a in a brick and mortar bank or in a, even in a digital bank might and so non bank payment apps while allowing you to move money with ease um, you know do have there's some care and caution that consumers should be mindful of um, and in particular I think this this reminder really escalated in the minds of many of us with the the, the past crisis that we saw around um, some bank failures with Silicon Valley Bank, the challenges for Signature Bank and First Republic Bank. These banks really experienced a run, um, but the insured depositors could have confidence that their money was safe. And so um, non-bank payment apps are really different. And so what the CFPB did yesterday is we issued what we call an issue spotlight to just remind consumers around some key components for when you utilize a non-bank payment app. Um, And in particular, that those funds that sit in those apps often lack the kind of deposit insurance that you would have through a regular bank or credit union, and to really be aware and mindful of that. So 90 million people use Venmo. I am a bit shocked by that number. I didn't realize that number was so high. Will any of those cash apps have the availability to try and become FDI insured, or is that FDIC insured, or is that just not something they're ever going to participate in? So some of those funds are held. There are program banks. A lot of these entities, entities such as PayPal, for example, and Venmo, have um, have relationships through their program bank partners. And so funds that that may be eligible for deposit insurance are, are often held in those program banks. So that's one component. 
um, in terms of the, the the information that are that's offered to consumers around um, where funds are held, but the the deposit insurance eligibility, I think, and the application for making sure your money is safe is really um, what we wanted consumers to just be aware of and and to pay attention to. Um, you know, a number of states have been have enacted policies to ensure that digital payment apps really do have additional levels of insurance. And, um, you know, what we wanted to do is really remind consumers that funds stored in these apps, the amount of money stored in these apps, that's the other piece. You know, sometimes people will say, well, I keep $10 or $15 here because I have to move it. That's very different than, as you mentioned, keeping thousands of dollars. Um, I think there are also um, some preconditions that that non-bank, payment apps have based on the types of products um, that that consumers are are using when storing funds and and right. um, and and so trying to define that clarity is really is really key. Amy Zirkel is a senior program manager at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. They are the agency yesterday that came out and said, "Hey, be aware if you've got money sitting in PayPal or Venmo that it is not FDIC insured." What about Zelle? So Zelle is run is a consortium um, of, of bank-based products, and because in order to to use Zelle, you have to be engaged with a Zelle member bank or a participant bank. It sets up a very different a different kind of model because it's a bank-to-bank transaction versus um, a, you know a non-bank facilitator in the midst like a PayPal or a or a, a, a Square Cash App type of scenario. Was there anything that happened where the folks at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau thought mm, this money, this money is in danger? Was it the run on the banks earlier in the spring? Or I mean, I think what, what I think what we're, there's a couple of things that are coming into focus more and more um, as consumers. It's not just going to the bank and making a deposit, you're doing it through a digital means, so that's different. You may, in instances, be engaging with non-traditional, non-bank players, such as some of the entities we've been discussing today. And then the the, the, the financial risk that emerged with um, the bank failures notable um, a couple of months ago. And so I think if, if you want to as the CFPB and continuing to think ahead around consumer protection, we, we took note of that and really wanted to start to, to put some information out there so that consumers are much more critical in how right. they approach the management of their money, um, how they ensure that they're minimizing the potential for risk and harm for themselves. And at the end of the day, quite candidly, the CFPB, our mission is consumer protection, protection, excuse me, within the payment space, we want to ensure a risk robust and healthy payments ecosystem. And, you know, health is about minimizing harm, reducing risk, and ensuring that there's stability, confidence, um, in using payments products and, uh, and and meeting your financial needs. Interesting. Uh, I, I know a lot of small business owners who use Venmo. I don't know how much they have sitting in their accounts, but I would imagine that it might be close to what I have, if not more. So how much money is Venmo Venmo making every year if they've got 90 million users and people have money sitting in their accounts? I mean, an extensive amount of money for sure. Um, I think we've noted that um, 
you know, most of these payment apps, the transaction volume across all of these um, for 2022 was around $8 billion, um, and it's expected to reach almost a trillion by 2027. So it is, it is a growing means mechanism for engaging in, in making a transaction. I think at the end of the day, so much of, of where our concerns are is ensuring, again, that there is the right level of care and protection for consumers in engaging with these non-bank and non-traditional players and to continue to ensure that there is consumer trust and confidence in the financial system, um, that consumers have trust and confidence in whatever provider they're working with at the end of the day, be they bank or non-bank. And it's, uh, you know, about serving your customers, meeting your consumer needs and ensuring um, safety and stability of funds. Thank you so much for joining us, Amy. We appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful day. Amy Zirkel, Senior Program Manager for the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. They are the agency that issued the warning yesterday. Not really a warning, but just trying to make consumers aware of the fact that their money isn't safe in Venmo or PayPal. Steve has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN. 